Here's the thing. Where in the news or where in anything that had Black Lives Matter gone out, shot up a movie theater, Black Lives Matter gone out, killed a bunch of white people, when have they gone? I haven't heard anybody from any Black Lives Matter group go out there and start targeting white folks. You haven't heard none of that. Okay, you know, you had Dylan Wolf going up there shooting up a school. You had in Aurora, Colorado a few years ago, movie theater shooting. You had another church shooting. Okay, you've had other, you had work shootings. You've had all, you had the shooting in Las Vegas where 50 people were killed. You've had all of these mass shootings but first thing they're going to say, oh, it's a mental health issue. It's mental health, mental health. Oh, they had some issues going on. They try to humanize the, the suspect, try to paint them as a victim. But when it comes to black people, when, when, when it comes to black people, they don't humanize them. They try to dehumanize them. They'll bring up this past, even when they're the victim, even when they get shot by Cops and when they're unarmed, the mainstream media will try to find something to try to bring up a negative part in his past. Try to, you know, you know, dehumanize him, make him seem like he is the scum of the earth, and try to justify his shooting. Well, he deserved to die because he was a thug. And I was watching something on YouTube where Crystal Wright said, "Well, let's." Let's get this straight. Trey Ma Trayvon Martin was a thug. Trayvon Martin was a criminal. He had a he had bad parents. They were bad people. This is this is what these and, and, and this is a shame that black people certain black people act like this. They act like this because they feel, well, I'ma get on these white um right wing networks. And I'm I'm gonna you know I'm I'm gonna go in on them because they think well they thinking they gonna get in the big house they thinking they gonna you know get some t type of fame. Black Lives Matter has not been attached to any terrorists, to any mass killings, to anything. What you should be worrying about is those white supremacists. What you should be worrying about is them racist white folks going out there killing people. What you should be worrying about is those Caucasian cops going out there, you know, shooting unarmed black people. Fearing for their life. How you going to fear for your life and they don't have a gun? How you going to fear for your life? But when it comes to white people... They can punch you in the face. They can steal your car. They can run away. But you don't pull the trigger. You don't want to do that. But when it comes to black people, boom, 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 boom. Ten shots in the chest. Three shots to the head. And then you wonder why. And you wonder why. People have a chip on their shoulder. You wonder why people are saying, you know, we should go this way and y'all stay that way. You wonder why. But most people will antiquate that as hatred. Oh, you just hate people. It's not about hate. When people get tired of being sick and tired, they said, you know what? We tried to, 
to get along with you. We try to stay and, and, and we try to, you know, work together and be around each other. But apparently you don't want us around because you always got something to say. You're always calling the cops on us, calling the cops for us for sleeping, calling the cops for us going to the swimming pool. Just calling the cops, calling the cops for barbecuing, calling the cops for wearing socks in the pool. And you know these type of actions can get somebody, get a black person killed. But you continue to do it. And then you wonder why people say, black people say, well, we're going to get our own business. We're going to get our own stuff. And then and then you have some white folks who sit there and say, that's racist. Why you want to, you know, why do you want to get away from people? Because of this, the same nonsense that's going on right now. And then the white folks that say they're not racist, you're not doing anything about it either. You're not doing anything about it. You're staying silent. See, the, see, the thing is, I'm not saying that you're bad, but at the end of the day, people ain't going to just sit there and just, you know, want to hear, well, I'm not racist. I don't have that kind of hatred. They are tired of hearing that. What they want to hear is, you know what? Let me do, let me use my position, let me use my advantage, let me use my privilege and get these laws changed. That's what people want. They don't want to hear lip service. I'm not racist. I, I don't like hate this. I don't like, no, they want to see action. And if you're not doing anything to cause an action to cause change, they're going to look at you the same way as they look at the white supremacists, the racists, the people in power. They're going to look, they're black people at this point that they're just going to look at you all the same. And you may have not done anything wrong, but people right now, they are tired. They are tired. And it is up to you. Because like like Kyle Corver said, you know, white people got to call this stuff out, too. White people got to make the change, too. White people have to go to Congress and go to the state Senate and get these laws changed. The white athletes got to go out there and make a change, too. Not just not just sit there and, and tweet. Oh, that's racist because it's not going to fly with people no more. It's not. Tell me what you think of this. Make sure um, if you want to support the podcast, support the podcast. Any amount will be appreciative. You know, we want to keep this podcast going. I want to be able to do more, you know, shows, more episodes like this. I'm kind of shying away from YouTube a little bit, you know, and going on here to talk about certain things because YouTube, they do some, some, you know, funny stuff right now and sooner or later, I'm going to shy away from YouTube altogether. So make sure, you know, you follow this podcast um, to get updates and to get notifications when the, the next podcast will come out. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you in the next one. So we have an article that came out, and the article states that the FBI admits Black Lives Matter was never a threat. And it goes on to say, it's white people you should be worried about. And the article goes on to read, last week, as Donald Trump curtsied before the Queen, as the Congressional Democrats continued to c 
coward from their constitutional obligations while we took our horses down to Old Town Road, mounted Megan's the Stallion's bandwagon and watched what happens when they see us. The Federal Bureau of Investigation admitted that prejudice assumptions against the Black Lives Matter movement, Muslim Americans, and Black identity extremists was all a lie. Intelligence officials sat in front of lawmakers and openly admitted that white supremacists and white ring violence are the biggest domestic terror threat, but also admitted that federal agencies aren't really doing anything about it. On Tuesday, June 4th, the House Oversight Subcommittee on the Civil Rights and Civil Liberties held the session in a series of hearings titled Confronting White Supremacy. Among those testifying before the subcommittee was Michael C. McGarity, the director of the FBI's Counterterrorism Division. McGarity explained that the right-wing extremists like the Tree of Life Synagogue shooter in Pittsburgh were charged with hate crimes instead of domestic terrorism simply because there is no domestic terrorism charge. To be clear, there is a law that defies domestic terrorism, but not one, but not one that charges people who commit acts of terrorism in America. People who conspire with international terrorists, even if they aren't materially involved in in an act of violence, are charged with acts of terrorism, transcending international boundaries. But someone who sends pipe bombs to Democrat, plows through a crowd of anti-racism protesters in Charlottesville, Virginia, or shoots up a church in Charleston, South Carolina, will not face domestic terrorism charges. On February 11, 2016, federal agents escorted 38-year-old Safaya Royasson out of her, her Buffalo thing, Missouri. I couldn't get the whole thing. I'm going to continue. It was cut off. It says, the subcommittee noted that there was a 17% increase in reported hate crimes in 2017 from the previous year and a 31% increase since 2014. And in spite of the ADL's report that white supremacists were responsible for 78% of extremist murders in 2018, the FBI still dedicated most of its time, money, and manpower to investigating and stopping international terrorism. According to the Daily Beast, the Trump administration even disbanded a unit in Department of Homeland Security dedicated to domestic terrorism and right-wing extremists, upsetting many intelligence and law enforcement officials. And this goes on to say, in the quote, the FBI has testified the bureau allocates its resources almost exactly backwards than the problem would suggest. And this was what Representative Jamie Raskins Democrat of um, Maryland said, devoting 80% of field agents to stopping international terrorism, including Islamic extremism, and only 20% to stopping domestic terrorism, including far-right and white supremacist extremism. Not only did McGarity concede that the people labeled as black identity extremists had nothing in common except their skin color, but Representative Ayanna Presley questions the FBI's black identity extremist designated and prompted a startling revelation from McGarity. When Presley passed McGarity on the secret race paper and the black identity extremist designation first uncovered in a 12-page FBI document, 
caught, black identity extreme, extreme is likely motivated to target law enforcement officers. The counterterrorism director revealed that the FBI no longer used them. And it says the designation no longer exists. That's what Presley added. And it hasn't existed since I've been here for 17 months, McGarity applied. We are not using black identity extremists as a term or for a group. And despite the insistence of the president, Steve King, and every guest on Fox News that there are bad people on both sides, including Black Lives Matter terrorists, McGarity just closed this astonishing number of people who have been killed by Black Lives Matter terrorists. And... This was a back and forth between Presley and McGarrity. He says, how many extremist murders has the FBI linked to Black Lives Matter or similar black activist group? We don't work Black Lives Matter. It's a movement. It's an ideology. We don't work that. So the answer is none. Can you just say that for the record? They are, there has been no killing that the FBI can link to Black Lives Matter or similar black activist group to your knowledge. To my knowledge, I'll have to go back, but to my knowledge right now, no. Okay. And it says, when it comes to any form of resistance or flight for equality, America will always paint black people as terrorists. Law enforcement officers always knew this was BS. I ain't going to say the whole word. The FBI was fully aware that Black Lives Matter posed no threat. But COINTELPRO is constantly updated to monitor every movement for freedom and equality, including the fighting anti-lynching advocates, the un-America, communist-inspired civil rights protests, and the Black Panther movement that FBI officials call the greatest threat to international security of the country. To recap, the FBI created a new category threat. NPR's Hannah Alman noted and two years later, quietly abandoned it without explanation. But when it comes to white people's stance on black protests, as the great poet and philosopher Montero Lamar Hill once said, can't nobody tell me nothing. Listen. You know...